Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, the daily podcast for your face. I'm Erin Doherty. And I'm Lee Campbell. And a quick bit of actual breaking news. Wee! Wee! <laughs> Ultraviolet, a very popular and well-known Australian sunscreen brand, just launched a brand new product like five minutes ago, or yesterday, and it's called Super Screen SPF Super Glow Drops. So they're like glowy, iridescent, shimmery SPF 50 The thing I love about it is they said that the SPF 50 is rigorously tested and can be mixed with your other ultraviolet SPF products. Oh, that was going to be my next question if you mix it into something. That's it. No, because we should never normally cocktail our sunscreen with other products because it does things to the sunscreen, but they've kind of made them all go together. So if you use any of their sunscreens, you can kind of custom the glow with these new glow drops. That's so exciting. We love a bit of glow. It's perfect for summer as well. well. I think they probably made the choice to make like party season and we're outside Mm. and we're having Christmas parties in this daytime and we need sun protection and we need to glow. Anywho, well done to Ultraviolet on yet another amazing launch. And Erin, what are we chatting about today? Okay, so we're going to be discussing lashes. Oh, good. And what happens when you completely stuff them up. Do you have some experience? extensions. (laughs) I, I have some things to talk about. We're also going to be talking about dupes. There's so many dupes Ooh. out at the minute. We're going to be talking about ethics. Ethics, it's I guess. Polarizing. Yes. Mm, yes, lots yeah. to unpack there. Yeah, lots to unpack. But first. Here's some things that I do to slow down the aging process as a 14 year old. I started doing most of these things at 12. There was a really interesting article recently written by a freelance journalist by the name of Daisy Schofield. It was by The Cut. So in the article, the writer starts off by talking about a TikToker. Her name's Carson Bradley. So she regularly posts her skincare routine. She double cleanses. She applies toner, vitamin C, glycolic acid, salicylic acid, finishes with two types of moisturizer. Like it's a jam-packed routine. She does this all Does she look about 12? She is actually 14 years old. Oh, she's actually. She is. 14 a years child. old. So she's got, <laughs> she is actually she was like a child. My age. <laughs> she's actually a child and has the skin of a child. Oh. So she's doing this basically as an anti aging skincare routine. There's another video and she takes like the apple cider tablet. She applies retinol and she tells her followers that she started doing most of these things at 12 to ward off the signs of aging. The clip went viral and there was one comment that had 75,000 views and it said, the whole beauty industry is going to hell. This is so bleak. Wow. So lots of other people were talking about how concerned they were that obviously children are using She's so many child. anti-aging products. Also that she was using retinol twice yeah, a so day. so you said retinol, <laughs> which, right? Yeah, retinol morning and night, which was not good. I'm in my 40s and I use retinol twice a week and wow, so much to unpack here. wild. Look, I have noticed this in my real life too. I have a 14-year-old niece and mm. she says, Auntie Lee, can you get me the Naked Sundays, whatever sunscreen, which... First of all, sunscreen at that age is the best anti-aging product you can ever use. It's preventative, not only for aging, but also skin cancer. 
But I'm like, honey, no, I'm not a shop. I can't just get you whatever you I want. And then I went over the other day. She's got, this isn't skincare, but she's got the Chanel cream bronzer. Oh my God, I'm like, you're stop. 14. Go to Rimmel at Priceline and wait for it to be <laughs> half price. And it's a sentiment going around with a lot of parents that all their kids want to shop at Mecca and Sephora. You know, we're Drunk talking 11, 12. <laughs> yes. And I have no problem with that in terms of makeup if, firstly, they're not wearing it to school or they're asking their, you know, primary caregiver. I get weird with skin. The ageism factor, I think. <laughs> it's just where do you go from there? And also, firstly, you definitely don't need retinol in your teens. Hydration is really important. So if you want to hydrate, you know, kids this age are going through puberty, so I get that they're breaking out. But all of those products or ingredients that you listed that she uses. So much on your face. I think another thing that caught me, the writer went through and talked about other different TikTokers that are 14, 15. Mm. One of them said, the beauty standard is to stay young and I do try to fit that beauty standard. But she is young. I know. I and it's just I'm so young. sad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, devil's advocate. I don't know. I mean, I guess in some way it could be said that we contribute to that, but I think mm. it's the way social media is and everyone can view everything and, you know, they might see a 30-year-old and go, wow, she's pretty. I want to do what she's doing. But I just think it's about age-appropriate, particularly ingredients, also price points because this is sending a lot of parents broke. I just think, yeah, it's definitely gone too far. I don't know, you know, when a creator posts something on Instagram and it's alcohol-related, you do what's called age-gating so people under 21 or 18 mm. can't see that content. But Does that need to come in for retinol? I, I don't know. I think that's such a good point because then you'd have tweens watching Hayley Bieber do her skincare mm. routine, all these celebrities using all these really expensive products. And I guess we know from our expertise in our age that you should cherry-prick. Like Hayley Bieber's Road has some beautiful hydrating products. Sure, if a 14-year-old can afford that, that's fine. But the anti-aging stuff is firstly unnecessary necessary, could cause more damage. It's, it's just such a murky area. <laughs> I think also the article did mention too that there's brands such as Spoiled Child oh, and that's it actual actually <laughs> released an anti-aging line specifically targeted for Gen Z and their tagline is getting old is getting old. No. I know uh, we talked last week about cancelling whole brands but a, spoil, a brand called Spoiled Child so that targets crazy. teens for anti-aging, I'm cancelling them. I do think it's sad to be honest yeah. and I think, you know, is it the equivalent of when I used to want to go out to the movies and I'd wear you know, a covered up outfit. And as soon as I got outside, I'd rip it off and I'd have a midriff on. I get it. Women and young girls want to grow up faster. Skin is a whole other thing. And I I honestly don't know the answer here. Maybe it's... It feels sad, I think, Mm. particularly because we feel like we've come such a long way as well, Mm. that that's not really going to be a concern. Like, I think I still had Barbies at 14. I don't know. Anyways, that's where we're at. I just wanted to drop that one in. Well, it's a fascinating (laughs) observation of where it's going. And Wow. We need to talk about my lashes because they have been very shit. I don't know anything about this story, but can I ask? Yeah. I reckon about six months ago you got a lash lift. Yes. Is that where it all went wrong? No. I got the lash lift and then I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't had a lash lift in ages. Mm. And then I remembered eyelash extensions and I was going away and I was like, I'm just going to get them. So after the lash lift, I got eyelash extensions. And you know how they look so good for the first two weeks and then you go into like an ugly duckling phase and it just... So did you get any infills or was just one set? It was just one set. Oh, and it ruined them. It just ruined them. (laughs) But 
I specifically think I always pick and like I think I Same. pick at my lashes mm. and if one of them's just like hanging in there, I'm mm. like, And it get pulls off. out five of them. And it, yeah, it just pulls out a whole row. Like I've been on a nail rehab journey, as yes, you know. You've I've been read. on a lash rehab journey. But just before you talk us through how you got your lashes back, I had one lash lift once five years ago, mm. loved it for the first three days, and then it kind of just kept curling back and back and back and back and back until like my lashes were obviously burnt, like the oh. solution had been on there too long. They all fell off. Stop. I wore false lashes for four months every day. Actually? I had to. Oh, far out. But anyway, all I'm saying is lashes are a sensitive little part yeah, of our eye. I was eye. just thinking, I'm like, be careful <laughs> of those at home. Like, yeah, oh, God, no, I would uh, never do that. lift and everything. But how has your journey been? Okay, well, first off, I'm not getting eyelash extensions anymore. I'm so annoyed at myself because I haven't had them for so long. Mm. And the start of last year, I was like, I'm never getting them again. And then I just. That's I me with gel manicures. Yeah. Anyway, so the first thing I did was I told you about this the other week. I bought a new lash serum. It's mm. from the UK and Hannah English, the scientist, beauty expert, mm. friend of you, beauty, she recommended it on her Instagram stories mm. and she said this is the only lash serum that actually works and the only one that I trust. Whoa. And I big was like, claim. that's a pretty big claim. So I bought it immediately. It's called NYK1 Lash Growth Serum. Oh. It was $88 and that didn't include shipping. Where so from? it was so expensive. From the UK. It was okay. like 100 and something. And I was like, But I feel like all of this is fine. They're all around 120, yeah, aren't they? You yeah. can get some more affordable ones, but it's not a cheap product. I just really like that she yeah. recommended it. So I was like, I know that this is maybe Legit. perhaps going to mm. do something. So I've used it for the past three and a half, nearly four weeks. Mm. You'll notice results apparently from three months. Oh. Hannah said use it once a day. You're probably not going to be able to like remember to use it twice a day. I've mm. been using it twice a day, <laughs> morning and night. Your lashes remind well, you. It smells funny though. That's mm. the only thing. It smells a bit weird. And is it that like clear kind of liquid yep. liner application situation? Yeah, yep. that's the one. It just comes in a silver tube and mm. yeah, you put it on morning and night. Another thing that I've done is I've completely switched to tubing mascara. Like yes. I'd go in between them. I've always loved tubing mascara, mm. but it's just so much easier to take off. I've been wearing waterproof mascara and trying so many oh, different ones. Oh, no, and it's waterproof so will ruin your eyelashes. I know, and then I never get the whole, yeah, you know. It looks I like never you've get got a smoky off. eye for three days. Exactly, <laughs> and then you go to bed and obviously like mascaras have alcohol in them, which means that it's more drying and your lashes are like, I'm mm -hmm. so thirsty. Okay. So I've been doing tubing mascara and I've also been, like, this is so specific, I've been like really double cleansing my lashes as well. Good. Like With what? oil like cleanser. It, okay. I use the Bioderma mm -hmm. oil cleanser. Doesn't hurt your eyes? It doesn't, no. No, it's good. I've got pretty sensitive eyes as well. Mm. And then I use a bit of micellar water with like a Q-tip to really make sure I've got it all off. Okay. And another thing, inspired by you, I've started taking my Glow supplements again. Good. I always, I'm so inconsistent and I'm like, I'm going to do so this. So are you taking sure. the marine collagen or are you taking hairology? Just the powder, not hairology. I should do the hairology. Yeah, hairology is for hair and your eyelashes are hair. Anyone that doesn't know, Glow is marine collagen and you can get powders and a mm. liquid and... I take it consistently. My skin, yeah, maybe, but my hair and my nails grow so fast, which unfortunately now I've got short hair, I don't want my hair to grow so yeah. fast. I'm like, stop, but no, it's great. And I think you told me silk pillowcases. I usually have silk pillowcases anyway. I'm a face down sleeper, yeah, so I need a silk pillowcase. Yeah, same. And how's the journey been so far? <laughs> 
Are, you, are they getting better? It's a first world problem. I think they are. Yeah. They are a little less stubby, I've noticed, but mm. I don't know if it's just my lash cycle doing its thing. Mm. I think in three months I've taken before and after pictures. Oh, so good. I'm taking pictures as I go. I want to see if this serum works, well, number we'll one. Back. And I will report back my lash journey. No more extensions, though. No. Well, it's funny because, yeah, as I said, I'm going on a nail journey because I did gels and yeah. acrylics and I got those off and they were terrible and then I did stick-on nails but I went crazy with the glue and couldn't get those <laughs> off. But it rings true for both. They're both a protein that's growing out Mm. of your body, your eyelashes and your nails. And to rehab either of them is a labor of love daily, daily, daily for months. Mm. So just think about that before you get lash extensions or, you know, hardcore manicures. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. We are talking about dupes in the beauty industry for so long, you know, since I guess YouTube started, even back when I wrote for Cosmo magazine, you'd be like, this is a dupe for this in that, you know, everyone used to say that the Nivea moisturizer in the blue tin was a dupe for La Mer. What we meant back then was similar texture, really hydrating, but not exactly the same or not in copycat packaging. Mm. And there were, you know, a lot of other examples, fragrances, and a brand that's done it really well for a long, long time, years, maybe decades, is DB by Designer Brands, which is in its own packaging. You can't Mm -hmm. really tell what they, I was going to say copying, but what they're emulating, but you can tell that, okay, that one's trying to be Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk, that one's trying to be whatever, been around for ages. Then Emco Beauty, which launched a couple of years ago now, Started doing some sort of dupey dupes, might be a dupe, and then have really gone into dupe territory. Really leaned into it. Really leaned into it. And there was a really fantastic article on Mamma Mia this week where Alex, one of our editors, interviewed Shelley Sullivan, who is the founder of Model Co and MCO Beauty. I didn't know how I felt about the dupe economy mm. before I read this because on the one hand, cost of living, I get it, you know, the drunk elephant drops are expensive, Lots of things are very expensive and shouldn't everyone get great skincare and makeup? But then for me, it got icky when the packaging was almost identical. You know, you can tell which one's trying to be Charlotte Tilbury. Mm -hmm. You can tell which one's trying to be Estee Lauder, Advanced Night Repair. Exactly. But the article was interesting because she obviously interviewed Shelley and Shelley spoke about the fact that obviously with such a huge brand, they would have to go through rigorous legals to make sure that they're not breaking any copyright laws. And Shelley claims that they're never saying the formula is exactly Mm. the same. It's inspired by at a more affordable price. And, you know, democracy, yes, I think people should get great things at affordable prices. But I'm still a bit iffy on on the packaging situation. I love that I can get a glowy cheek for 20 bucks instead of 60 or whatever it might be. Then Aldi was duping the Rio de Janeiro Boom Boom Cream, which is a very famous body moisturizer from Mecca. They've been doing that for a couple of months Mm -hmm. now. And I've just seen that they have recently launched a very sort of Emco Beauty-esque. They went ham. There's so much out. Range. So the Lacura Illuminate Setting Spray 
looks like a dupe for the Charlotte Tilbury Airbrush <gasps> Flawless Setting Spray. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. They have dupes for Elemis. They have dupes for Paula's Choice. Now, I don't know if we're getting these all here because they've just launched in Aldi in the UK, but, you know, it mm. generally trickles down. Dupes for Colour Wow Dream Coat, which is a spray-on hair thing that mm. I absolutely love that I buy on Amazon when it's on sale because it's expensive. Dupes are here to stay and they're getting more and more similar how do we feel? It's such a hard one because I was actually talking to Shelley at an event a couple of weeks mm. ago and I had brought up how close the packaging was mm. and that was what she said about the formulations and how they're very, you know, careful with what they do. As you said, they've mm. got so many legal, you know, intellectual property law, everything like that. Everything is done yeah. by the book and the formulas, she said, are very different. Mm. But the packaging, it just makes me feel a little bit, where do we go? Like, yeah. where's the kind of like the originality? Stuff with originality? Yeah. Where's the Look, individualism? Like, for me, because obviously they're not breaking any laws, but it's a moral dilemma because as someone with a beauty brand, and I guess, you know, I'm a tiny beauty brand, whereas she's duping Charlotte Tilbury, which is another massive. juggernaut, you know, female founded, you know, I'm sure she's got enough money to retire if she needs to. Mm. But if someone duped my product in, a, you know, very similar packaging and kind of marketing it, you know, subliminally to say it's the same but more affordable... I'd be devastated and mm. it would probably ruin my business. Having said that, as I just said, they're both lady startups and making lots of money in their own right. So maybe. So where's the line then? It's I don't like, know. is it like only these bigger brands, these massive yeah. corporations, or like, could it, it even okay be the copy? smaller brands? That, you see it you know? in fashion all the time too. You know, Zara is inspired by Balenciaga and Prada mm. and, you know, but then someone else will rip off a beautiful Etsy designer's design and that's not okay. So I don't know where the line is. So that's why we wanted to ask the UB. We're going to jump in the Facebook group. We might even put a poll up on Instagram and just see how you feel about dupes. Where is the line? Do you love them? Are you conflicted? And what do you think the future of dupes are? And that's all we have time for today. With unlimited access to world-class podcasts, stories, videos and events for women, subscribe to Mamma Mia and feel seen and heard like never before. You Beauty is produced by Cassie Merritt with audio production by Leah Porges. Goodbye. See you.